up there, everybody? You are now in the black top where we try to get our act together and find strength and unity in the circle of life and friendship. I am Billy. I'm Timbo. And I am Ray. And it's nice to see you guys. Nice to be back. Um, I didn't get the memo. Seemed like um, I was supposed to wear blue today. <laughs> totally missed out. He got on red, though. So I, I mean, he got on most. But it's a little or or burnt orange or whatever, you know. I, like I don't. Yeah, that's a dope cap you got there, though. Oh, um, really? Thank you. Are you a Blue um, Jays fan, or did you just like go to um Toronto? I, I neither. I found this hat on eBay a long, 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 long time ago, and I'm. It doesn't look like that. Thank you. I try to keep my hats in my. <laughs> in a box, like this plastic thing uh, that's for hats. And then, because it's so white, I, I, I spent a lot of money on shoe protector for anything white. So I just spray it to try to keep the smudges away. So that's what happens. And I'm kind of happy that this hat is still in a nice, not pristine, but a good shape for it being a white and blue hat. See, you you, t- you talking too much. It looks pristine on camera. <laughs> it does. Cool beans. <laughs> But it really is. I didn't want to. I'm not trying to be uh, arrogant or whatnot. But it's the, the white. It's it's still white. It's still very white. I'm surprised myself. Really. There you go. Oh well, that's dope. Um, Timbo. Sure. Now it only. I have to ask now because I'm thinking about it. Are you a hat man? You know, we've been friends for a while, and I don't Sometimes. know if I ever really seen you rock too many hats. Yeah, um, no, it's it, they be costing. So, <laughs> uh, but I, every once in a while, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have none like that, but oh. I would like to expand into that eventually. Oh, See, well, if when you once you start expanding, man, let me know. I'll like I'll add to the fund of Timbo Hat Fund because me personally, I can't do um, the hat thing. Like my head is too big. Like I can't do snapbacks. I can't do fitted. Like I don't know. I go to a specialty site or something. It's it's all bad. Wow, that's. It's, it's sad. Just an like, honest moment here, I guess, on the, uh, on the Black Top Asylum show. You know? <laughs> because it's so cool, because it's such a cool way, in my eyes, to, like, just accessorize with stuff. And especially, you know, your hair ain't looking cool. Just throw the hat on. Keep it moving. But, nope, not over here. Everybody. Everybody <laughs> going nappy. Big. I normally have, like, two snaps left on this thing. I got almost a whole row left on the back of my hat. Man, it's bad out here. That's bad. <laughs> oh man, that is funny. What you been up to, Ray? Oh uh, man, nothing much, man. Uh just trying to make moves. Um we got a, a little apartment, so right. just trying to trying to move. Something Don't bigger say and little. better. It's a nice apartment. Well, is yeah, it a, is another apartment you moved into? Um yeah, you know, we just went and picked up the keys. So awesome. we'll be in transition between um here and there. Actually, maybe the next episode we might be shooting from there. So I don't okay. know. So we'll see. I'm just happy to happy to be doing that. Just more space. Happy for the kid. You know, mm-hmm. he was in there rolling around like, oh, I'm just so happy. So much space. I'm like, OK, man, I'm happy for you. You stay over there. Like, no, nah. <laughs> I joke. I joke. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's all. But that's all I've been up to. Um, really. That's um, what's up. So that's enough. Moving this. That's man. about to be, it's yeah. about to be enough if it's not already. Oh man, no, because um, I just moved. Um, my mom, she just moved last week, um, a couple weeks ago. So, which it wasn't a lot, but even just that, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to do this to my whole house pretty soon. 
So it's just, mm-hmm. it is daunting. Moving always is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's always fun, too, because once you get in there, you can throw away all of the old stuff, put all your new stuff in there, get everything where you want it. Everything is nice and clean. It's, you know, then it's, then it's nice. Mm-hmm. Right. But, gotcha. But cool. Let's jump right into it, though. We had this album, right? Yeah. Timbo. What you think? So this week we did The Bitter Truth, or this episode, we did The Bitter Truth uh, by Evanescence. Uh, And so, yeah. What did you guys think? Well, me personally, because this is an album that that came from me picking. Okay. Or it was my pick, I guess, last week. Um, I actually liked it. You know, I don't typically listen to rock. But when I listen to rock, I mean, I, I want to listen to this. This is really cool to me. Um, it was just comfortable. And I don't know if it's because it reminded me of some of their earlier stuff. Because I hadn't listened to Evanescence in a long time. Um, I listened to them back in high school. So that's what, maybe 2008, 2009. I don't know what album they had going around there. But that's what I listened to. And this kind of reminded me of a little bit of that. Okay. And I thought it was cool. I liked it. Um, okay. What did you think, um, Billy? I really enjoyed this album. I mean, like, I enjoyed this album at another level, man. So, I'm just about to tell you about I didn't really listen to him. I was a Paramore guy. Paramore and Fall Out Boy, but I really enjoyed Paramore. Vanessa, um, mm-hmm. sometimes, I guess, this felt kind of heavy for me. <laughs> but then, when we started listening to this album, I was mm-hmm. so surprised. And I really, really miss bands, man. I really, really miss bands. I took a lot of notes because I think this album is so powerful. I think awesome. this album, uh, it's something about the way that it charges forward. It just keeps pushing. It has a, a serious tone, and it's it's high octane. It's mm-hmm. just chugging along, bend-seeking, man. And I think there's something that is so harmonious, very harmonious about... Um, the musicians and the singer and the songs, like she'll sing sometimes those long drawn out notes or, um, and, and then the, the band is like very syncopated. It's a lot of movement going on underneath, but they seem to, to fit really well. Mm-hmm. And it's movement going on that it seems like the song or the instrumentalist create another song in itself. Not just the canvas or backdrop for the lyrics, but two yeah. songs I, I agree with that. You know, it's almost as if we're getting um, two different albums. It's like we're getting a, a, a beautiful vocalist album, but then we're getting like a standalone, like you said, just like a standalone instrumental where it's just like just dope music that you could just listen to on its own. It's so dope. Um, I don't know if people care about this or not, but I'm a drummer, man. I love drums. If you go back and just listen to the drummer, mm-hmm. it's like he's a... Uh, as, as much as songwriter, not in just playing part, but he's saying something with how everything's arranged and how they flow through the different sections of the songs and how that brings and kind of uh, peaks and valleys and the mm-hmm. roller coaster these are different emotions and this engagement and this call and response. It is so amazing. They work together. Mm-hmm. Very enjoy the album the, the chorus always always 
there are a lot when it comes to force time. It is opened up like a flower in the spring, man. Wonderful. It is things weren't typical. That the song kept feeling um, kept feeling fresh. Um, one other point that was really important. Huh. Maybe there wasn't one of the things. Either way, the breathing <laughs> on you is phenomenal. I'm laughing. Oh, I'm so surprised by that album. Thank you. Really enjoyed this album. I feel that. Great job. I feel that. I was, I was very happy to listen to it. It was a cool list. It almost made me want to go and listen to, um, just like I said, the last few, because it's been so long since I actually listened to an album from there. But hasn't it been long since they released the album? No, I think sure. it was a huge. No idea. Let me look. I think it was a nice little break in between this and their last album. Okay. Because um, that does, that time makes a difference, I guess. For sure. But I heard that they changed, they changed some members too. There was some some drama. I was yeah, reading some of them, I, some um, or at least on Rap Genius, they said that there was some drama. I meant to read it up to watch the interview, and I did. But there was some drama about the band and um, like wanting a or somebody was trying to get them to have a lead, a male vocalist because that's what they just weren't that kind of band, and they were really pushing for that, and they had to settle for something. It was just a lot of compromise, and that that's yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's interesting. I think that's one of the things that kind of draw me to this band in particular is that they have a female vocalist lead. Um, because it's you know, it seemed like a lot of the rock, you know, rock is a, a man, you know, dominated male dominated, yeah. It seems yeah. to be mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's really? been five years since they last, uh, which is okay. kind of yeah, it can be quite a bit. Well, I'm glad you guys had so much to say. Because I did not have too much to say, unfortunately. Uh, it's not my wheelhouse of music. Okay. It was a little too hard for me. Uh, it's not something I would listen to every day. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of the joy of the podcast. We get to listen to stuff that we wouldn't normally listen to. But um, as I would give it one more listen just to be fair and to just maybe listen for some of the things that Billy talked about with, you know, the chords and the cadences and things like that. But the percussion was pretty heavy. And maybe because I got my phone on boost, it was kind of like a little jarring for me to sit and listen to. So, <laughs> yeah, that is my thoughts on that album. <laughs> Hard. Everything was so crisp. Mm-hmm. Like, just the angst and the grunge. Well, maybe grunge is not the right word. But the tone of everything just mm-hmm. cut through so clearly, man. <laughs> Drums, cymbals, the guitar, it just did it for me, man. I enjoyed it. Happy I listened to it, for sure. So now we're picking a new album? Yep, so we're going to pick a new album. This is going to be one that we um, typically would not gravitate to. Okay. Um, So I have an album, Second Line by Dawn Richard. I love her. So I saw She's from Danny Decane. That's what I thought. And I was like, oh, man. I'm like, I ain't ain't heard nothing. She's been making music. She's just been indie. Okay, well, cool. Maybe yeah. we'll listen to it. Yeah. That'll be dope. Yeah. What's you up, were, Billy? You were never a Dawn fan? 
Um, eh, I was a Danny Kane fan, I guess. <laughs> I guess I never really listened to. That was before I really kind of made the jump over to like R and B and. Yeah, just yeah. So not really. <laughs> I don't know. I, for some reason, I had a big feeling you uh, showed me not a Danny Kane album, but a Dawn album. Okay. No, no. What's the album again? Uh, Second Line. I think it's called Second Line. That's what it's called, yeah. Yeah. You heard it already, Tim? Parts of it. It was two songs I was going to send to you, actually. That means I'm going to like this album. If it comes down to pick one of these albums, I'm picking that one. (laughs) Um, Okay, Abby. It's Slow I think the the person, the artist's name is Slow Tie, and the name of the album is Tyron or Tyron. T-Y-R-O-N. And the name of the album is what? Tyron. T-Y-R-O-N. Tyron. All right, what you got, Tim? Weezer. I think it's called by Van Weezer. So it's either Van Weezer by Weezer. Let me look. I just saw it, and I'm like, I would not normally listen to that. So It's Van Weezer by Weezer. Got you. Okay. Yeah, That's I'm, it. I guess I'm not surprised. Wizard's still making music, man. I'm interested in that. I am. I'm also interested in this drama. Okay, so how it works is um last person that won or last person had album pick takes off first. I won last time, so I will remove Weezer. Who is Weezer? I don't even know who Weezer is. No, I mean, who is like, I'm I'm, I'm like, I think it's what, punk rock? Is it punk rock? That's what I remember them from, or like alternatives. Okay. This one has like a different, even the album cover looks a little different. Maybe old school classic rock or something like that. So I don't know. Okay, that might be a dope listen. I don't know. All right, Timbo. Um, that's on you. What you taking away? Um, what was the name of your your album, Billy? Tyrant. I'm sorry. You know you got Tyrant. Okay, you know you got to tell me stuff twice. <laughs> it's life. Seriously. Um, I don't want to take off second line, but I do because it's something I would normally listen to. So I'm gonna take off second line. Okay. Wow. An interesting change at turn of events. Yeah, I, I mean, if this is really about what we don't normally listen to, that's what I got to do. Thank you for coming through and being consistent. I didn't see this one coming. All right, cool. So, Slow Time by Tyron is um, going to be the pick um, for our next album. Yes. S-L-O-H-I. T-H-A-I. T-H-A-I. Yeah. I like the Thai food. Man. I love food, I've had drunken noodles uh, one time, and they no, I'm sorry. I've had them. Uh, they were amazing once when I was working at uh, it was Foot Locker. I was working at Foot Locker, and the boss, the manager there, she just liked Thai food. We were talking about Thai food, but all right, one day we got Thai food from a place around in the area, and she ordered it, and she got some drunken noodles, and they were delicious. I've never had. Drunken noodles that good. I mean, after that. What was the name of the Thai food place? Do you um, recall? Nope. 
Mm, okay. The lost Falls, man. <laughs> so, I would love right. Thai food. Man, it is get, there. Might get Thai food for lunch tomorrow. Stop it. <laughs> Let me know where you got it from. <laughs> All right, but moving on. Yes, sir. We are into chapter seven of Love Languages by oh, Doctor. Food, Doctor Gary mm-hmm. Gary Chapman. Sorry, I had to catch up on lunch. I didn't really, I really didn't eat today. I really didn't. It's bad. Be moving. <laughs> so chapter seven. Yeah. yeah. Whatever I think. Are what love language number four now? Four, five, four. I thought we said four in the meeting. Acts of service that we're doing. Four. So, what'd you guys think? Let's um, let's break this down. I really got got of this chapter. Um, one because when the dude was like, "I want to come home and see the baby's face washed," I was kind of like, "What you doing all day if you're not doing this other stuff that he upset about and you're not watching?" It? I was like, "What are you doing?" I want to know. <laughs> it did seem, it did seem a little odd. Like it seemed, like I don't know. Like babies seem like they always got messy faces, and maybe that's just his thing. Like he just came. I'm like, I come home one more time, and this baby got jelly on his face. Like, but oh man, it could it be. Just, a, it could be that he could be fed up. But I'm saying, man, like it was funny. It's though. a kid. But, <laughs> At the same time, what are you doing if the baby's face is not clean by the time he come home? I'm not saying it should be. I'm just curious now. Because apparently... She's busy being Obama. But there was a <laughs> thing that she was not doing, apparently, to this guy. You know what I mean? Man. And he's like, none of these and the baby face service. Like, what's wrong? But see, but look, keep her <laughs> list, though. Because her list was like, yeah. well, <laughs> coming in here, why don't you change a diaper? Especially if I'm in here cooking food. That's what I'm saying. It's like she don't have all the responsibilities of the house, so it's very easy for her to. But she wasn't that. cooking food. That was his problem. She wasn't cooking. So what? What you mean? Well, you can't have everything, Sakna. I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. That's why. That's why I think it's so interesting because if this dude is complaining about all of this stuff, which is what she would be doing if she was at home being a, like a housewife, right? And she don't do any of it. And the baby's face is dirty. How come you don't clean your baby face if you're not doing anything? You know I don't know I mean? why this baby got a dirty face, man. In the same token, if he got, why would she do anything if she ain't did nothing else? Just that's saying. real. Also, when you come home, if you see the baby's face dirty, clean it. It's still kids too. Man, what are you gra- doing? Grab a wipe. Come on. <laughs> Somewhere nearby. Just wipe his face. It's so oh. it's simple for me. But I guess when you like in that kind of space, it's like no. Nah. Uh, How old is this baby? baby? <laughs> <laughs> she could be done with postpartum. I'm done. Oh, ah. Just saying. It's a thing. It really yeah. is. I mean, no, it is. That's just real. I take my jokes back, actually. Yeah, man. Right, right. That's very serious. But if she's not dealing with that, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm <laughs> Then what? <laughs> they clean the baby faces off. That's what all the my man's saying. <laughs> but this dude, you remember him talking about, like, like, I remember my dad, like, at least mowing the lawn and doing something else, and he and he don't even do that? We were trying to <laughs> I thought so that was talking. intriguing, too. 
I'm going to try and explain this this story, right? Okay. She had this man, this lady. And I think this was Mark and Mary. Mark and Mary. And they're going at it. They said, he's just asking Dr. Chapman, what do you do when you just don't agree on anything? And he's like, well, hey, what's going on in so many words? And then Mary, or who goes first? Mark, Mark goes first. He's like, when I come home, I would like to have, I'm ready to eat. I want to come home to a dirty house, and um, I don't want my, my baby to have a dirty place. You know what I mean? I just say, I expect to have all of these things done when I get off of work. And she's like, no. Or <laughs> uh, she's blaming, you know, fishing or hunting on, on, on him taking care of other chores, like household work, mowing the lawn, washing the car, all these other things. And she just she expresses this resentment for him for not doing these things. So this is a backdrop to some of these. Uh, what's going on. And I guess what well, they, they kind of discover that you just got to do those things and that makes a difference. Just do it. Or it was, this is what I learned. I passed this a long time ago. He said, you got to be careful what you start out with when you're dating somebody because you have to keep it up. It serves as a standard. So they're talking about, I mean, I guess they, the issue that they ran into is that after marriage, he just kind of stopped doing these things that he was doing before marriage. And her her love tank was full. It was pretty empty after that. It was empty as an Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is where we find ourselves in this uh, problem. Right? But I think this speaks a lot to... You can't hear me? No, I can't hear Ken. Oh, okay. His name's Ray. Yeah, yeah. I was saying this seems like um a relatable problem as well. Um, because when you get in that love, you know, if we look back a few chapters, we talked about that love infatuation stage or the love obsession stage, right? When you're like just overly in and you're like, I love your stanky draws, you know, right. thing you that the you sun do shines is beautiful, out of you know? Yeah. And it's just like it's just all just great. So you know, you you are willing to probably do things and kind of put up with things, and you know when you start to get into that that two year you know time or whatever it right. is, you what, know, you what, just three years after the honeymoon phase, yeah. So it's so it's just interesting, you know, trying to figure out that, um, and seeing that, and you know, and um, in this situation. So yeah, Billy, I was yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what else were you saying with it? Oh, that was all. I mean, I I think that was it. Okay. We didn't we didn't come to the resolution yet, but I think that was just the okay, the yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, man, this is so different. He didn't want to go to church. He don't mind going. To, it seems like all of these problems are about people who just can't talk. I don't mean to oversimplify it, but it's like okay, this guy understands what questions to ask, and then they give the answer, and then they're like, oh, that's what's going on, and then they change. That's true. Well, I guess I did find it interesting that they both had the same love language in that respect, too, though. And yeah. then it kind of spoke to the key, um, how key um, dialect really is, and actually mm -hmm. figuring out, okay, well, what is it within this love language that you're actually looking for? You know, especially with them both having acts of service. Um, and then in the beginning for him to come back and, you know, in the beginning for the, the man to feel as if we don't agree on anything, you know, but y'all got mm -hmm. the same love language, you know? So I thought that that was, um, I found that um, interesting. Very interesting, man. Very interesting. And I also yeah. I found it interesting that she was blaming 
or as he describes it, she was blaming his hunting and going fishing and other things he wanted to do for why he didn't do the chores. And that necessarily wasn't that wasn't necessarily the case. But it still just gives me how often these things get understood differently by the mm-hmm. opposite person. And now the problem is somebody taking you not mowing the lawn as a serious showing of you not loving them. You know? Ain't it wild? Here's the thing. Did she ask you to mow the lawn though? And you just didn't. A lot of times women ask for stuff. They're vocal about what they want. They don't just sometimes they do expect you to just pull it out of thin air. But most of the time they're gonna tell you what they want. So it's one it's it I'm just thinking maybe this was something that she asked him to do several times and he just never got around to doing it. That still don't mean he don't love her, but that still affects how his love is being shown towards her. Or how she receives the love. Mm. That too, yes. But just because what this dude is talking, clearly he's saying, still make requests. You know what I mean? It's still mm-hmm. a request. You can't demand it even if you ask five times. Can't demand it. Like it's you should over demand. Mow the lawn. Just go do it. You know? It's so interesting. He's both of these sides. And then when people, I guess... You you have this problem that you it just stops you being able to talk about it. You have this this one guy, Dr. Jerry Chapman, again, Gary Chapman, who knows how to <laughs> ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jerry Chapman. People <laughs> whisperer. Basically. <laughs> and then they, they just come together. That's that's mind boggling to me. Yeah. It really is. I don't know. One thing I took from I guess another thing. Yeah. I took from it is that man, you kind of gotta be, I guess, willing to listen to like criticisms. You gotta be willing to be open, and you have to be willing to kind of do kind of what works for your relationship, not necessarily what you're used to. And because right. what you're used to may not work. Absolutely, you know, you gotta be able to go against those stereotypes, or you know, change the stereotypes, you know. So, yeah. you know, and it, it's difficult, and I think it all comes with conversation. And I don't know. It's just interesting kind of going through and reading all of these. I can't remember the second couple. I was trying to remember who the second couple was and what they were going through in this um, acts of service chapter. Uh, Doormat. Doormat. I do want to say to your last point, Mm -hmm. all of those things are so important. But I didn't understand from where I was supposed to be choosing from until I read the book. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're doing something to pacify a person because I don't understand why me coming home with full clothes uh, or me not coming home with full clothes is me not loving you. I'm like, oh, you don't love me. Somewhere in a secret trap door of your home, you're like, no, you don't love me because you didn't do that. Because you didn't. The, the clothes. Look, the clothes. <laughs> it's the clothes. You don't love me. Like, <laughs> you don't love me. But, the you clothes. Know, but, but it's so much more than that, you know? It is. It just happens to be, I guess, the clothes thing that brings it out. Right. The clothes just, will be the dialect in the language of love, which is, you know. <laughs> I'm over this. I'm about to scream. You said the di- dialect of love, which is, like. So, it's, I say that because my pastor, we was hanging out one day, and he was like, you know what? Oh, we got to stop by, back by the house because I got something I got to take care of, and then we can go, go out to eat or whatever we were doing that day. And he just went home to go spend a little bit more time with his wife and fold clothes. And I'm like, huh, 
I get it. But I thought he was just doing it so he could just, okay, so just make her happy. You know what I mean? You got roles in this household. If you're supposed to fold clothes today, you're supposed to fold clothes today. I don't care what you're doing, come back and fold clothes. Just to see him do that, it, I understand it now. With, mm-hmm. with, with, I understand it a little bit better. Right. Because that's a big deal. That is very interesting, yeah. Especially to see them practice something so small as just folding clothes. Like, let me just hit back, run back. Let me just fold these clothes with the wife, you know, and then we can keep going and doing what we got to do. That's that's even home. He came home to do that. Yeah, went he, all the way home. In the wind, he was free. I'm over I mean, you, but he was. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was a free man. And I'm about to take care of this, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna make sure she's okay. And I'm a leash. But guess what? I'm sure she appreciated that effort. I'm sure she, she thought about that. Mm-hmm. Of course she did. That, I thought that was awesome. Man, that's awesome. a pro tip right there. It, it was. Okay. I ain't doing he, it, but it's a pro tip. It's like, nah. He's been one of the biggest um, inspirations, for lack of a better word, for how to love people. Just for just trying to understand what love is at its foundation and then trying to apply that to all people in all areas of life, just because that's your standard. You don't have to do it for, like like I said before, I thought it would be just to make her happy. No, he did it because he loved her. And I understand how that's connected now. Right. Even if that doesn't mean the same thing for me, it does for that person. Mm -hmm. I I get it more. It's not 100%. I can can really still, I'll come bail you out of jail even though I ain't fold these clothes. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean... But you so, only love her if you fold the clothes. Come on, man. Ah, uh, you know. <laughs> I'm kinda of oh, stuck. That's funny. And that's I'm gonna fold the clothes. I'm a gum. I'm gonna come fold the clothes. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 I wasn't saying nothing. I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing at it. <laughs> yeah, but man. um nevertheless, very interesting chapter. But what stuck out to me also was that name Doormat. Yeah. Like, you don't wanna be that. Cause that's you know, that's taking the acts of service to a whole new level. Like, sure, it's man. all, a, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, she I just said, yeah, don't be a doormat. Very true. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, man, that's the thing. That's all I had for the importance of this. Acts of service is not really one of my big things. But I, I think I got the gist of it, the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel that. I feel that. It'll be interesting to see um what the next one is because I know we're we're coming through. I'm almost done, right? Yeah, we only got one more to go, and then a few more chapters. Yeah, what's the last one? Anybody know right off? Touch, physical touch, physical touch. Okay. Oh well, that'd be interesting. I guess mm-hmm. I would assume it's like what, like holding hands, like out in public, that kind of thing, like the PDA kind of thing. You know, is my own, mm-hmm. my initial thought. We're about to find out because I'm Which the kind is important. of I'm the kind of person like let's say uh, if somebody passed away or I need to be consoled, mm-hmm. hang on who you are. Even if I you know have a loving relationship, I don't want to be touched. It's I strange, mm-hmm. so I'm very interested in what he's about to say about this. I'm just weird with physical touch sometimes, man. I just mm-hmm. it's strange. Some people are. It just depends. Everybody's different. <clears throat> they are. I'm different. Yeah. <laughs> you one of those don't hug me. Leave me alone. Hey, I hear hitting the Heisman on them. <laughs> right. Hold up water. You can hold right. that hug. Like I'm good on it. 
Oh man. Okay. What's next, man? All right. So with that, man, we're gonna move right on to this this conversation we were all having. Um I think we were we were all chopping it up and Cologne came up. Yes. And I believe that um Timbo, it might have been you who picked the cologne. Did you pick the cologne? I, I think you did, because I don't own it, but I, I, I know about it. I'm well-versed with it. Okay, yeah. I think the conversation came up um, to, you know, just kind of talk about a cologne that um that we all may have had or that we all were familiar with. So we went to one of the more popular brands. Very popular. I don't know how much popular it is now, but years ago, it was yeah. all everybody was wearing. So we got um Gucci Guilty. So, um, I guess personally, it's one of my, um, one of the ones I like. I guess for those watching, we do have, um, this, the, the bottle. And, Le Bosco. I mean, I like it. I really like it. It's one of the ones that I, um, that smells good kind of no matter when I wear it. You know, I can wear it in the daytime. I can wear it at night, you know, and it always has just a reliable, smell and it lasts long so yeah it's, it's strong <laughs> that um that i kind of go to um yeah. but and i don't want to really think about you know what cologne to wear I'm like oh okay i just grab the gucci guilty spray that on and keep it moving and it it, it don't go wrong for me <laughs> it's gucci <laughs> you know, guilty for you me, just <laughs> it's just one of the ones i it's almost a daily driver for me mm-hmm. like it's just mm-hmm. easy for me just to pick it um, I don't know. What about you guys? Well, I mean, I just go ahead. Oh, you go. <laughs> okay. I mean, although I do not personally own it, this talking about it made me want to get it because for me, if it's a scent that everybody is on at the same time, I don't want to wear it because I want to smell different. So the time when it came out, it was it was a huge hit. Like everybody, every guy I know owned some or was wearing it, even roommates when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So, but I just wanted to make note of the, the, the notes that are in here. It has top notes of citrus and lavender. It also is a little woody. It has white floral, aromatic, uh, patchouli. It's sweet and it's a little spicy. And just, I mean, of course you have to be well-versed in colognes to even put all that together, but it's a nice scent. It's, I, I think it is a good, it's a great scent for a night out, a great scent for, um, I mean, you could chill with it, too. I would be lighter on spraying it when I was chilling. But, like, on that day, just make sure you have enough. And I, the guilty, I think the spicy part is kind of what brings that in because it kind of gives it this uh, rebel kind of edge to it. Because other than that, it's really floral and sweet. But it has a little spice, spicy part to it. So uh, I'm definitely going to try and buy it now because I think it's calmed down enough for me to be like, okay, I can add this to my collection now. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, Billy, what you thinking? I think that it is a sweet and floral fragrance that is alluring. Um, I I really like this fragrance. I think it's very versatile. Dress it up, dress it down. Doesn't matter what time of year it is. You're going to be good. Um, longevity, or I guess projection for me, is okay. Longevity mm-hmm. is it smells nice. It's just something about it that smells rich. Not rich in the way of like, oh, I have a bunch of money. Yeah. Just a, just a nice blend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is a type of sophistication to the blend that this is. And um, 
as sweet and playful as it may seem, I think that there is a seriousness to its alluring nature. So I like the balance of those two things. Mm-hmm. And I like that for me. When I choose colognes, um, a lot of times it's about how whatever I'm wearing, how it just has to make sense with that. Like, does this smell make sense with the color palette? Or mm-hmm. it, like, there are some. I think like that too. Mm-hmm. That that uh, that uh, go really well with a denim jacket to me in my mind. It just makes sense. This is one of the ones that, for most of whatever I'd be wearing, it would always smell nice, especially or at least complement nice, and always be a great night out fragrance. If you got on all black, man, Gucci Guilty is just going to enhance your, you know, what I mean, your your um your being in the room. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have on, just complements and enhances who you are. And uh, yeah, I like Gucci Guilty, man. Mm-hmm. Now I do got a question for you guys. Do they have um different flavors of Gucci Guilty? I think they do. Do they? Yeah, they like a bunch a, of them. I know they have a her, right? They have a dude, and they have a what? A, a one that's a little bit heavier than the other one. The Gucci Guilty is Gucci Guilty something. Wait, something heavier than Gucci Guilty? Gucci yeah. Guilty is already, you know, it, it has it's a heavy. Not, it's really not that heavy, at least to me. Okay, it's not that. heavy. Um, they have a oud. They have a oud intense. They have a green bottle. They got just uh, a regular intense. No, not they have a oud and then it was a regular. Intense. That's what it was. Uh huh. And then they have a Gucci Guilty Black. There's a Gucci Guilty O, which may be discontinued. It's like EAU, and it has um, it's like a sportier version of Gucci Guilty, um, with the same power. Um, and it has I think more iris in it. Um, so it's not as sweet, but huh. it still has the, the main DNA of Gucci Guilty. See, I would be interested in going and smelling the different um, shades, um, for lack of a better word, of it, just because maybe something a little lighter I could see working in um, in some situations where some situations you may want something maybe a little more bold, but, you know, with the same smell kind of... Um, same vibe, yeah. yeah. I got you. This one, I think, with the iris, it really changes it. So you gotta try it in your skin. It just—it's it, you're not gonna get the same feeling you get from Gucci Guilty. Okay. Huh, it's same. It's not gonna give you the same security and uh, what you're wearing, and just yeah, I'm good. Even mm. though it's like it's not the same scent. Even though it's yeah. the same. That Gucci Guilty is really reliable. That's um, that's the reason I go, I go to it. And clearly, women like it. That's why when men are always wearing it. I, that's the only, you know, besides, I have to, because I'm telling you, it was a point. Every guy I knew had that set. Every, every bottle. Every bottle. I mean, every mm-hmm. bottle. Every bottle. Every bottle. Sure. <laughs> they were buying every bottle. We couldn't keep it in stock. Everybody knew what you go to. That's what it is. All right. All right, man. Is it question time? You know what it is. All right, here we go. I mean, we got some good questions this time, so I'm a little no, excited. We do. I'm, this I'm round was way, way, way fine. <laughs> Last time I would be like, oh, what is this question going to be asking me? Nah, here we go. We got a good one. Right. Let's see. This one. Blacker. Don't it drop. It fell again. Okay. So, what is your favorite piece of technology that you own? My phone. That's your favorite piece? That's the thing I use the most. I use it more than in my lifetime. I use it more than that, anything. 
wasn't the question. I said, <laughs> yes, it's my favorite. Uh, this is your question, right? I thought you had an answer for this. I got, right. He I don't know. over there. Like, uh, what? Well, I oh, guess. <laughs> well, I guess I was about to say my car, but I don't know if that's necessarily my favorite or if that's just my most reliable, the, the thing I need the most. Gotcha. The technology I need the most. My favorite one is probably one of the video games, man. Like the actual, if I could just like pick one and go on like a, like, oh, you stuck on an island or something, take one piece of technology. Like, man, give me a, a game system with all the games on it. Nah, I'll be straight for a little bit. Okay. See, I don't know, but then we got like a little air fryer kind of grill thing, and that thing is kind of cool. Like, like that technology is just really cool too. Just the True. ability to like my air fryer. fry and grill and roast, and that's a bunch of stuff we can do on that thing. Mm, barbecue, like mom. Yeah. Then even like Tim said, just cell phones, man. That's probably the most used um, technology. That I have. I'll say, I'll say my computer because. I create. So anything, any technology that allows me to create, especially music, mm-hmm. uh, I just need it. You know? It just fulfills me. So I, I guess, I, I wish it was fancier. I'll give you a fancier answer than that. Yeah, it's got to be my computer, if not my phone, man. My phone's everything. I keep notes in there, read books, learn so much. My phone is my university, in a way. So... Mm-hmm. And I love to learn. I'm sorry. I really like to learn. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Probably uh-huh. yeah. my phone and my laptop. Oh, that sucks. Because it's got to be everybody's answer, right? Unless you're just super rich and you're afforded, um, or maybe super rich and or, or you're afforded the opportunity to have some pretty awesome technologies around you. Yes, it's probably going to be the phone. You're right. Oh, good. I don't know. Maybe maybe the people got something other than the phones. Yeah. I hope if y'all got something, please uh, write us, let us know. Give us some new ideas, because right now we're stuck. we real yeah. basic around this price. I'm, I'm basic, and I'm fine with it. I really am. Uh, basic and fine with it. Ray, where can they tell us these things? Man, look, you can tell us these things on... Um, oh, hit us up on an email. Uh, asylum at gmail.com. Yep. And um, yeah, that's where you can tell us those things. Oh, but you can also—I guess you can listen to us, right? You can, right. You can yeah. listen to us on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or uh, honestly, wherever you can find a podcast, we should be there. So Google, wasn't that on there too? Oh yeah, absolutely. We'll be on the Googles. Yeah, that was a terrible setup. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if you like the show, please let us know. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. And until next time, the black top is not close. Peace. Peace.